Support for the following episode of Pure Radio comes from the Index app. Networking made easier. Simply create a profile and start posting for other creatives and entrepreneurs alike to see. Easier to navigate and easier to collaborate. Download the Index app now. How's it going, guys? You are now tuned into a new episode of Pure Radio presented by Angel Stay Pure, hosted by yours truly. Now, on the phone, we got a man all the way from New York, and I would like him to introduce himself, uh, where he hails from, and all that type of stuff. Hey, what's up, everybody out there? I go by the name Devon King, um, hip-hop artist from New York, Long Island to be exact. Um, I'm excited to be here and chop it up with you and spread the music and spread who I am and get to know everybody. Let everybody get to know me. For sure, for sure. How long you been doing? How long you been doing the music thing? Cause I think I checked your stuff out. Uh, I want to say like four years ago or something like that. Something crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a journey, man. Um, I started like I probably wrote my first rap when I was like ten years old. Um, and then like I didn't start taking it really serious until like going into junior or senior year of high school. So ever since then, it's been like a grind since then, like. Um, you know, just really taking it more serious. Like, I started taking it serious around 17, 18. So, yeah, it's been a few years, man. It's been at least. Damn. Was it, when I, when I, when you sent me your work, how old were you then? Oh, did, did I, what did I, did I see, like, the thoughts of analogical thinking, maybe, like, yep. the yep. Yeah, that's, I was like, I think I had dropped that, like, the year after, like, the year after I graduated. And wow. And I, I must have been, like, 18, 19. Yo, that's wild. <laughs> you were hella young. We were both hella young. I was actually, I, I think I was a, a junior in high school when, wow. yeah, I was a junior in high school when you sent me that. And um, I was super into, not really now because a lot of people, I'm not going to lie, a lot of people sound the same. But as far as like the up and coming artists, it's kind of hard to find like unique individual artists nowadays. So... But what I used to be on, I used to go through Hot New Hip Hop and Dat Piff and just look for the up and coming artists because that was just my shit. Like I knew I, I wanted to find like the next, you know, Jay Z or the next Nas or the next the big shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, you had come across to me and I checked out your tape and there was one that stood out to me. I'm trying to remember the name. Uh, could you name a couple off of them? I forgot which ones they were. Which one was that one? Black white. Um, it was like black and white. Mm, it had like a sample. Um, hmm. I had just a freestyle over the uh, Joy Badass Wave speech. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that's why it stood out to me because I had just discovered Joy Badass not too long ago too. So I was like, oh, I love this beat, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was amazing. I'm not gonna lie. That shit was amazing. You think so? Easily, yeah. It's it sucks getting and it sucks like debuting with such a classic, with such good material debuting because 
the next thing after. It's it's almost never gonna be. There's no, almost never gonna be as much as excitement for the second if the first is like the best. You know what I'm saying? Like your best work. Yeah. 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 That's what that's what Kendrick is like. Like with Good Kid, Mad City was like a lot of people's introduction to uh, Kendrick. So that like put their expectations high as hell for him. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that was like that's like a crazy project for like your major, you know, introduction. Like, yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah. It sucks, like, yeah, man. But he's, he, I mean, he's doing pretty good. It's like he just like keeps reinventing himself and like the sound and stuff. So he's doing pretty good at keeping up with it. Exactly. Exactly. What What have you What have you done to like, I guess, like improve your craft? I guess you can say. Um. Or if you feel like you've like, done anything. Really. Um, really, I was like, uh, I took a break. But right now, I'm not on a break, but I haven't released anything new because I'm working on like this new EP I'm about to put out. Uh, maybe in the end of fall, closer to the winter. Um. So. Like, right now, like, I'm just trying to be, like, the best artist I can be, whether it's, um, you know, like, now the industry is more melody-driven, people like melody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not, a, I'm not a singer, so I don't go too deep into it, but just, just improving, like, I want to be, like, the best artist I can be, so, like, I, you know, I write a lot, like, last night I stayed up all night just writing, you know, um, and just taking my time, like, I went from recording maybe like two songs in three hours to like spending three hours on just one song, you know, so, Damn. you know, just trying to like really perfect the craft and like really take my time with it and make sure like everything is like 100%, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's good that you that just put it out there too, put it out there and improve like that instead of kind of like overthinking. Because I feel like a lot of artists, um, younger artists to be exact, that are like kind of like newer to the game, they overanalyze their work and they mm-hmm. never drop something and if you never drop something how the fuck are you going to improve you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's real because like people would tell you like um you know like, if you put the music out there people are going to critique you on what you need to be what you need to get better on so you're right yeah like that's that's, that's the only way you're going to get better is by putting it out there into the world and let people let you know what they like and don't like exactly right. I just I just seen a um yeah, I just seen a quote from I think it was the the owner of Pinterest, the creator of Pinterest, and he said, "Don't overanalyze, just do it and build on it." Yeah, so that was yeah, that's real shit. I I was like, whoa, let me write this down. That's knowledge he spent. <laughs> you feel me? I have yeah, I have a homie that's like that. He's a uh, I'm not trying to put him on blast or anything, but like he like. He overanalyzes his stuff a lot, and he's kind of like not scared to drop it, but he's just like really timid. You know what I'm saying? Because he he's a perfectionist. But then you know it comes to a point where it's like, when are you gonna actually just do it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know you know what you know what's funny is like what I found out like in my process is like um, a lot of times the stuff that might not be your best work to you is like amazing to others. Mm. Like, some people <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Like, like, you like, that's not even my best verse, but you know, so it's like you're right. It's just trial and error. You just gotta put it out and see what happens, man. Like, that's the that's the great thing 
like the internet is like you can put a song out a week or a song out a day and you, know, you just keep getting better. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like uh, a lot of a lot of minds are influenced by that kind of uh, instant gratification, you know, that social media kind of gives. So that kind of I feel like that kind of fucks with people's minds as well. Yeah, it's 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 bad, man. Like, you can put out a song and you'll have somebody like in the comments like, "When's the next? Yeah, ready for the next thing?" It's like it's like microwave. Like the industry is so microwave right now, man. Really? What microwave? Huh? That's a new. That's a new. Uh, <laughs> that's a new one. I never heard that. Explain that. something else will pop up on the timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you might like it, it's dope, and then you're on to the next thing. Like, like that's the thing now, you have to, like, gain people's, people's attention span is, like, so short right now. Dog, <laughs> you're telling me. That's why, <laughs> like, with the podcast, I was, like, talking to people, like, yo, how long should I do it? Should I be, like, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour? Because people's attention spans is, like, no longer than five minutes. So, <laughs> like... People don't even listen to, to albums front to back anymore. They just listen to singles and then it's on to the next album. Like, so it's it's crazy. Why do you think it came about that though? I've always tried to like, why? It, it's probably because social media, huh? Yeah, to me, I feel like it was social media, man. It was like, I feel like now it's like with music, especially with social media, it's like. It's right, it's like right there, like, you know, back when we were coming up as kids, like, if you were a fan of Eminem, you just had to wait that couple of, that maybe year for an album. Yeah. It's, it's like now, it's just like, everything is right there, it's easy, it's like, accessible, it's so accessible now, like, yeah. you know, like, it was exciting when I was a kid, like, waiting for a, beat, a video to come up on BT, like, you wait by the TV all day to see that one video. Yeah. Yeah, it's like now you go and world start going YouTube, and you can get watch a hundred videos in an hour if you if you got the time to. So yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Now it makes sense because I used to I used to wait uh, for what was it BT the uh, what was that what was that show that they had with Terrence and Roxy? Uh, there you go. I used to wait every single day. At like I think it was like six o'clock. I think they started it. <laughs> yeah. I used to I used to go home. Me and my brother used to just be chilling, see the number one video. I used to be hella mad when it wasn't, you know, my favorite artist. In the <laughs> yeah, bro, I know exactly. And like I'm from New York, so like it was like it was like you know shot live every day in New York. So like I just wanted to go so bad, like wow. just be in the studio and see it live. So wow, nah, man, that was a good time. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was. Yo, tell the tell the people. 
because I know you you see and hear a lot of jokes and a lot of doubts about East Coast hip hop, New York hip hop, to be exact. Tell the people what's what's your opinion on that. I need to know your opinion on that. On like uh like the state of like East Coast hip hop. Yeah, you know how there's a lot. Of, everybody loves to make fun of like the uh, New York hip hop and shit like that. How it's like a dead wave right now, like. The West and the South take over everything. Like East hasn't, the East Coast hasn't been popping. I feel like since probably like Joey just came out in the whole Beast Coast movement, they were they were hot for a little bit, and then I don't know what happened. I think they like kind of just fizzled out. But what's your opinion on on people talking about New York hip hop? Because I never talked to uh, somebody from New York and in New York. You know what I'm saying? Of course, that means they created it, so it's only right, yeah. Yeah, like, it was created here, so like, we had, like, a, from, like, Big Daddy Kane and Rockham in the 80s all the way to, like, Puffy and Big and G-Unit and Dipset, and, like, all, like, New York, like, was, like, the birthplace of it, and, like, we had it for so long, so, I mean, you're only gonna rock, you're, you're only gonna be, like, dominant for so long, mm. you know, like, I feel like now Atlanta's, like, popping, Atlanta has, like, a big, like, um, I mean, is it is it? Do people feel like it's maybe harder to like to to make it? I guess. Yeah. 
That's a, and what, all right, so what about the, uh, like, the ra- do you feel like New York's getting love from, like, their own radio stations and their own, like, um, what's that, record labels and shit like that? Nah, definitely not. Nah. Nah, that's what I was thinking, like, because Rosen- Rosenberg, um, Rosenberg was talking about uh, the youth, the youth this, the youth that, like, they, they run hip-hop nowadays, they do... They and I'm just like honestly like the old heads run the record labels the old heads run the radios the old heads run everything so if anything is it's their kind of option or it's their choice who blows up or not you know what I'm saying because they they can choose to give somebody a platform you know what I'm saying yeah yeah and like that's what like a lot of New York artists you know complain about because I was just in Atlanta for uh, A3C. Congrats on that, by the way. That's big. I was like, I was catching Ubers or whatever, and I was listening to like the Atlanta hip hop station. I'm like, it's not a big difference. Like, you don't hear a difference from New York to a New York radio to Atlanta radio. They're playing the same stuff. So wow. I feel like. And that's sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, this is really sad. Like, New York radio sounds like Atlanta radio, and I think it shouldn't be like that. I think. I mean, of course, you're gonna play the top ten. The, the, Yeah. Rihanna, you can't explain like the main people, the top people, but I feel like at least you should have like if your if your if your show is on from like Rosenberg and Ebro and them is usually I think from like six in the morning to ten in the morning, but they have the morning show. Yeah. Just just give like an hour of the show to like a New York segment to play what's hot in New York, but just an hour. For sure, exactly like. How, yeah, they just need to put. I feel like they need to put on their. I follow. I follow New York hip hop a lot, or I used to a lot more. I used to. I used to tune into the radio stations and shit like that. Like, um, what's the Power ninety or was it Hot ninety eight or whatever it's called? Is it Hot ninety seven. Hot ninety seven. There you go. Hot ninety seven. I used to listen to that shit all the time in the morning. So I used to download. I forgot what app I had. Um, but yeah, I used to download to the New York hip hop and shit. But like. It just started getting so played out. Like I need, to, I, I can just listen to my local radio station and listen to all this shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ain't nothing special nah, anymore. One thing I will say that, like, uh, if you listen to um, Funk Flex, like he, he he's on usually like during the week, but he's like late at night. But mm-hmm. uh, Funk Flex goes in like he has to go. He always like plays Dave East and like Abel. Like he and he like you know just shops out like or the New York artists, and he'll play, like, what's popping in the streets in New York, so, I will salute that, he definitely does, you know, he looks Yeah, funk, yeah, he definitely does, I fucks, I fucks with Funk Flex, but then sometimes I don't, I'm just, I don't know, it's very, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a love-hate. Yeah, Flex is like, he's a character, man, it's funny, like, he, he said some off-the-wall stuff, but, <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> Yo, but, hey, I just found, uh, I just found out what song it was. I think it was Devil's Temptation. Was that the oh, the the one with the uh, the joint with the with the two alter egos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I forgot. How did I forget about that? That was a, that was actually a lot of people. Surprisingly, like that was like probably like not my favorite song on the project, but it turned out to be a lot of people's favorite song. Oh yeah, that shit was wild. I I've always loved like alternate egos and shit like within raps like um when it who who else did it who else did it I'm trying to think who else did it first thing that comes to mind fuck what other people have done it I know of course like oh, fuck who's who else has done it I know Evan Drake did I think Evan Drake did something like that 
I think so. I forgot who it was, but it came to my mind once I saw it, once I heard that song. I was like, yo, this reminds me of... Of, of this dude or whatever, and I kept on listening to it. I fell in love with that shit. That's what that's what made me become a big fan of yours. Was that song? To be honest with you, that one. Yeah. Thank you, man. I, it's dope to see like people like that. You know, with fans from like years ago, and they're still like, you know, like when you DM me on Instagram and you know, tell me about what you got going on and asking if I want to be on the podcast. I was like, man, of course I got to. Like, it's, without a it's, doubt, it's love. Like, yeah. Hey, and J. Miles. J. Miles was arguably my favorite. Like, it's a tough one between J. Miles and the uh, Devil Temptation. Oh, yeah. J. Miles, yeah. J. Miles. That was, like, that was probably my first shot at, like, storytelling, so. That's why I loved it so much. That's why I love I love storytelling. I mean, I used to love it a lot more, but, like I said, you don't really find that in, like, newer artists. So you just got to go back to the same old, you know. Nas's and shit like that, which I don't have a problem with, but I wish more people would take on storytelling. Yeah, man, that's that's a that's an art in like hip hop itself. Like being able to you know draw out a story with words, man, is crazy. Like just to draw a picture, like Nas is probably like one of the greatest at doing that. Like you can feel, mm-hmm. you can see everything he's rapping. Like that's that's just, that's a gift right there to be mm-hmm. able to do that. You know, one thing, one thing I wanted to say about uh, Nas. And this is kind of a confession. I don't, I, I don't think I've ever told anybody, but I've always wanted to direct. Since I, be, I started becoming like more, I, since I started like uh, diving in more into the art world and uh, figuring out, like I really want to direct music videos and like movies and all that type of stuff. Uh, I've always wanted to make a movie, a short film out of every single Nas song, like every single one of his songs that he does storytelling in. I've always wanted to shoot a short film. Man, that would be crazy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, bro, that would blow up. For real. That's that what I'm saying, up. but I just, uh, the funds behind it, bro. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have, definitely have some bread to fund, put, put behind that, but that would be, the Nas fans would love you for that. I know, I know. I know. Speaking of Nas, he was at AC, A3C or whatever shit's called. Wasn't he? What did you get to meet him? Um, nah, I, didn't, I was like, I had like the VIP uh, pass, so like I was like right to the front or whatever, and like I was like close to him, and like he reached out and like he, he shook my hand, but I didn't get to like really like take a picture or chop it up with him. But, Damn, that would have been special. What was that experience like? The A three C? What is it called? I, I don't know what it's called.
conferences all day, every hour of the day. So wow. And, um, Did you get to perform? Yeah, like I met. I'm sorry. Did you got the perform or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I was there one. I got there Tuesday, and on Thursday I got to uh, touch the stage. So it was dope. Yeah, how was that experience? It was dope, man. It was really like really cool because like um, I was more like nervous of like how you know Atlanta would be receptive to mm-hmm. my sound or whatever, but. It turns out that like it was less Atlanta people in Atlanta for that week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I met uh my bad. I um I met like a lot of um New York people down there. So like, it was dope though, like they were like really like support supportive, like the crowd was like really interacting and like they show a lot of support, man. Like it's a whole different like environment, you know, from New York. Yeah. Too, so. yeah. I, I met someone um that performs in in Atlanta, and she's from out here. She's from, uh, I think, Compton or Inglewood or something like that. But she said that the crowd over there is very, um, very accepting of non-Atlanta artists. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is I met I met um, this guy. He's a DJ and a producer from Atlanta, and um, you know I play him like a lot of the new stuff off the project that I'm working on now. And um, he was like, bro, what you're doing would be, like, people would love you in Atlanta. Like, you know, you could really build a fan base in Atlanta because Atlanta really, they, they, he told me that they find it offensive if you're not from Atlanta and you're trying to sound like you're from Atlanta. Mm, like, yeah, I bet. Rather, yeah, if you're not from there, they'll receive you better if you just be, you know, be you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so, he was like, yo, what you're doing, man, definitely was like, you, you can definitely... Spark some fan, you know, fan base in Atlanta just off having that traditional New York sound. Cause that's what we love. We got enough of Atlanta music. We want something different. So. Yeah, facts. Damn. You you ever think about like, I don't know, not really like relocating, but maybe, maybe I don't know, branching out a little bit more in Atlanta. Um, I thought about it a few. I thought about moving there actually a few times. Yeah. Um, You don't want to go to the you don't want to go to the country. Is that what it is? Nah. <laughs> you can't survive the country. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know you can't do that. I know you got to stay around the buildings and the subways and shit. <laughs> visit in the winter. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I can get, like, no winter in New York, New York would be, like, 
for sure. Uh, Atlanta, I could spend like a summer there, maybe a few weeks, and network and meet some people, but I can't live there. Nah. For sure. <laughs> so, like, Atlanta, I know, so yeah, I just said that Atlanta is, they have, they really support their own, um, and they support kind of like a different sound as well. Uh, that's why I really love Atlanta. I like I, I wouldn't want to go there because it's too country. I'm from Florida, but I was never like in the country country, so I couldn't like yeah. move there. But Atlanta is definitely a place where I would love to um, network and kind of like build build a following. Yeah, man. Yeah, like you really can, bro. Like it's so like I, you know, from coming from New York, I never had. You don't have people like just come up to you and just spark a conversation and like just be so friendly. You know what that is? That's that southern hospitality, boy. <laughs> <laughs> For real. It's a real thing, bro. It's a real, like, when I went down there, I was down there for six days, I was like, southern hospitality is real. Like, it's real, bro. <laughs> yeah, because people, I don't know, I feel like people in New York be mean as shit. They just be mean mugging you everywhere, like, nobody want to talk yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't get people to, like, you don't walk in a store and have, like, two or three people smile at you. Like, like that was like, I was almost like, I feel like weird a little bit because I'm not used to it. So like, <laughs> it's fishy. Like, hold on, they plotting or something. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, they, they're trying something. They got, they got to be a catch to this. <laughs> I mean, keep my distance. But nah, man, it's like people are genuinely like really nice and really supportive. Like, it's just dope. It was a, it's a dope environment. Yeah. And when I moved out to Cali, it's kind of like, I'm so used to that Southern hospitality. And we keep we do keep it real with you though. We we keep it really real with you. But people out here people out here are so like they're nice but they're so fake, bro. They're so oh fake. My God. Have you ever been to I LA? I never been I never been but everybody that went either went or lived in it I know and talked to like they always say like Cali is so fake. Wow, no way, really? <laughs> It's true. It's 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 everybody's Hollywood. That's what it is. Everybody's yeah. real Hollywood. Like even the people that aren't from here that 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 move here, they act Hollywood. So it's just like what the fuck to try to like fit in. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's like when I guess like to me, California always seemed like always vision it as like a, it seemed like a place that's not real. Like I, as a kid, like I was like. You know you make it when you go to California. Like I always like thought that about Cali. Like that's like a place that I don't know. It just seemed like a fairy tale place. Like a place that's mm -hmm. not real. It just seemed too perfect. Mhm. Mm that's. I mean, that's what a lot of people come out here. They're like, oh, you have to go to Cali to make it. You have to be in L.A. to make it. Just like back then, you you know, you had to go to New York to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like the old yeah. walk around with your with your boombox and get signed type <laughs> type myth. <laughs> That's how it is out here. Come out here, meet a couple people, boom, you make it. It's all about who you know, whatever. Nah, bro. Like, <laughs> half of the people, they'll just say, hey, you know, I'll, I'll hit you up. I'll do this. I'll do this. And then you never hear from them again. Oh, man. I get that all the time, bro. Same thing in New York. Same thing. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Like, and, I, 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 can, I can't tell you how many shows I performed at. And, like, 
so many people come up to you after the show and be like, yeah, man, take my number, take this, or I know this person, I know that person, you know, reach out to me, let's network, let's work, and then it never falls through. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, a, lot of, a lot of people talk more, man. I know, I know. It sucks, especially with these podcasts. Like, I've been trying to get a lot of people with these podcasts, and it's always like, yeah, I'll hit you. Like, yeah, you know, uh, let's reschedule. Let's do this. Let's do this. Like, it's it's wild. It's, everybody's so unreliable, man. Yeah, that's actually what I'm doing with this. That's, yeah, I said fuck it. I'm gonna do everything myself. My whole brand, my whole my website, every event, any anything is all me. It is all me. That shit gets exhausting though. That shit gets exhausting, bro. record labels how see I'm not, I'm not a musician so I don't really know how that how that world is. is is a record is a record label like is that easy to come about like opportunity um, Cali and I was looking for jobs and shit. Somebody said um, when I got hired, somebody was like, "Yeah, you you should really put your your Instagram." <laughs> 
your Instagram on your resume. And I was like, where they do that at? Like, what? I've never heard of that before. <laughs> Bro, it, 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 it might be on to something for real. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. And before, I was just posting, like, bullshit. Like, I wasn't, like, posting, like, all the photography and all my work that I had. So I was just like, hell no, I'm not putting my IG on there so they can just see all. No. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. The clout era. The clout, yeah, that, that's exactly what it is, man. Like, <laughs> look at Bolt, bro. Like, Bolt, Bolt gang, whole lot. Like, he's just running around doing crazy stuff, but... Like, <laughs> it, 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 as long as you got clout, it's cool. Like, you can do whatever, bro. You can put on a dress. That's why you got people putting dresses on. That's crazy. I know. Actually, I just saw the video. I've, if I think it's the same video you're talking about, that dude from um, from South Florida, he was wearing a wedding dress in his music video. Yeah, I just saw that last night. And I, was like, nah, I had to get off Instagram. I was like, it's too weird. It's a weirdo. Um, I follow this dude who he preaches this like day and night. It's a weirdo rap game right now. Yeah, bro. And I th- then, like, at the, at the video where, like, the guy put the gun in his mouth. Yeah, and yeah. Was on his knees. <laughs> I was like, what? The girl was holding the gun. He was on his knees. Like, bro. Yeah. Like, it's like, now it's, it's like, it's just about, bro, it's just about, like, doing whatever to get that clout. Get that, that attention, that, yeah. This shit's crazy, bro. It's a weirdo rap game. If there's one thing, if there's one thing that people take away from this episode, just know it is a weirdo rap game. <laughs> yeah, we're in the we're in the weirdo generation right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool to be weird. Back then, you'll get your ass bullied, you'll get your ass beat up, you'll get your ass no friends, none of that. And now you kind of like it's almost like you're praised for it. That's true. We bullied them, and now they're like, you know, they're on top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, those kids that got bullied for being weird is like now the cool kids that's making millions. I know. <laughs> or people are trying to become them. Like, is why. Yeah. Some people, yeah, you're right. Some people are really acting weird as an actor they see as popular. Yeah. That's wild yeah. shit, bro. That's wild. But, all right, man. This is about all the time we got. I want to thank you. Thank you for making this call um, all the way from New York. Yes, sir. Um, nah, man. Thank you. you know, you got 100% of my support, man. Anything you need, you know, I got you. Anything, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more than honored to be on this, man. Like, I'm honored to be a part of, like, you know, the rise of what you're doing. So, you know, you got my support. I appreciate it. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And there you guys have it. This is another episode of Pure Radio. Tune back in another two weeks. You'll find somebody new.